2023, it's come and gone. We look back on it and often quite critical of what we did or didn't do. Is this real? Do you, do you feel that, you know, these expectations, New Year's resolutions, goals, is it helpful? We do so much good in our parenting journey, but we're so quick to remember the parts that we don't do well. I'm always trying to strive to be a better mom and be more present and available for my kids. So there's something very real about it. But there's also the flip side of that, which is at what cost? Sammy, as you are coming into now a new season, you know, you've had your little baby girl. What, what's going through your mind at the moment for this year ahead? It's very anxiety provoking for both my husband and I because, you know, now we're having to leave our, our little girl that I've been with seven days a week. I think we're just going to have to take it step by step and, and see how things go. And when we are setting expectations that are far too high, all that will come mm. of that is we are going to be left disappointed and feeling like we have failed. I think you spot on to say that if we can think about guilt a little bit differently, that actually it allows us to navigate that process so much easier. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024 and our first episode of Let's Talk Baby, one of many. And I'm joined by Sammy. Um, hi, Sammy. Nice to see you again in the new year. Yes. Hi, Kath. Happy New Year. Thank you. And Jenny, so lovely to see you again. Oh, thanks, Kath. And so nice to be here with you and Sammy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a very productive year full of chats and good content. So to help our mommies on their, their parenting journey and even our dads, we even spoke about that, having some dads on board because I think, you know, dads play such a crucial role. So that's going to be an exciting addition in the in this new year. So I think coming into the new year, I'd love to start with you, Jenny, just your insight as always is so valuable, but you know, you kind of 2023, it's come and gone and we look back on it and go, that was really not great. That was great. And, and often quite critical of what we did or didn't do and feeling like, and it's, a, I suppose, a good thing we wipe our slate clean and we get a fresh start. And I think there is something helpful about that. But sometimes I think that can come with a lot of expectations um, on, on the new year. So we put a lot of pressure on 2024 and also on ourselves, you know, and our family. Um, you know, what, what new things. Um, is this real? Do you, do you feel that, you know, these expectations, New Year's resolutions, goals, like – what is that and is it helpful? Yeah, absolutely. It's so real and I think it's such a such a big thing that um, we have to navigate as parents and particularly as moms. And I think it's probably something we hold ourselves to all year round but seems to be exacerbated with the start of a new year. But there's almost this unwritten rule um, in parenthood and I think in motherhood that we think we need to be striving for perfection and we mm. hold ourselves so tightly to this expectation of ourselves and we're so critical of ourselves when we don't meet that expectation. And I often ask moms to reflect on, you know, what they've done wrong and how easily mm. that, that comes to them yet to think about what we do right and all that we do right and there's so much that we do right mm -hmm. it, it's not as front of mind and I think that's you know something we really have to hold on to is that 
we we do so much good in our parenting journey, but we're so quick to remember the parts that we don't do well or the times that we fail, the times we lose our cool and shout at our kids or the times that we mess up in some way. And we really hold on to those moments. And I think if we can encourage ourselves to have more grace with ourselves as parents mm. and to allow those moments to be what they are, which is the odd, mm. the odd marking in a sea of you know, good moments and moments where we're showing up mm. for our kids in a positive way. But I think there is something about the new year that makes us feel like we wipe aside all the, you know, the things we've done wrong in the past and mm. we, we come with new intentions. And while on the one hand that's really good because it's telling us that we're striving to be better parents and we should always be doing that, you know, I'm, mm. I'm always trying to strive to be a better mom and be more present and available for my kids. So there's something very real about it and something really good about striving mm. for that. But there's also the flip side of that, which is at what cost? And, you know, mm. how, do we, how do we set ourselves goals that are encouraging us to be better but mm. are not setting us up for failure and setting mm. us up for disappointment? And so a huge part is really managing our own expectations around what are we expecting of ourselves as parents for the year that lies ahead. And when we are setting expectations that are far too high, all that will come mm. of that is we are going to be left disappointed and feeling like we have failed. And so I really urge parents to, to think about what their goals are, their parenting goals of this new year and to really reflect about what is important and how we show up rather than trying mm. to strive for this idea of being the perfect parent, how can we be more realistic so that it's a goal that's achievable? You know, mm -hmm. I often think about how on the 1st of January, almost all of us, I want to say, have these aspirations for fitness and, you mm. know, healthy eating. <laughs> Kath, I'm sure you can speak to that. And, you know, all these goals. And it's a, it's a very yeah. um, universal theme that on the 1st of January, we, we're done with our unhealthy ways and we mm. have these big ideas for what we're going to do. And, and what research actually tells us is that most people, that trajectory typically fizzles out probably on the 1st of Feb because we set <laughs> expectations that are too high. That we end up saying, you know, we want to exercise seven days a week and we're only mm -hmm. juicing and eating greens and, and things that are not maintainable, sustainable. Yeah. And so it's the same with parenting. We don't want to be on the extreme. We don't want to be mm -hmm. trying to be this perfect version of a mm -hmm. parent. But rather, what can we do that is something that will last and be maintained throughout the year? Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, Sammy, as you are coming into now a new season, you know, you've had your your little baby girl and yeah. she's, you know, coming up to five, six months old and, yep. you know, you're going to go back to work and now yeah. you're going to be working with your baby. Um, so what, what's going through your mind at the moment for this year ahead and just maybe some of your anxieties, some of your fears. Um, yeah. Yeah, just just maybe share with us a bit and how you navigate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I think obviously a big thing for me is, um, you know, going, going back into full-time work. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, have also been faced or are going to face a similar situation where, um, you know, your maternity leave is ending and it's the reality, you know, you're now out of your baby bubble and your baby moon and it's now, okay, back to reality and work. 
And um, it's very anxiety provoking for both my husband and I, because, you know, now we're having to leave our, our little girl that I've been with 24 hours, you know, a day, seven days a week um, in the care of somebody else. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, will this person know how I like to do things? You know, will they implement the routine that how I like it um, and how we do things? And I think it's also just like it's important to just remind ourselves, you know, is so we've got somebody who who is going to be with our little girl um, and she's been with us now for the last um, month and a bit. So she's kind of learned everything, you know, that's got to do with Kyla and how we do things and her routine. Um, so, you know, we've been lucky in, in that sense that um, Kyla's going to be at home. And I know a lot of a lot of kids, um, you know, will go to like a day crash or a day mother. Um, and, um, you know, we've, we've kind of put that in place because Matt and I knew that, that this was going to come up to that. You know, when I start off with work, I, I feel a little bit more confident that Kyla spent time um, with the person that's going to be looking after her and that, um, you know, th th her routine is kind of known by this person. Um, but it doesn't take the anxiety away of, you know, leaving in the morning um, I'm now, you know, not going to be with her the whole day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with I and my uh, sort of own boss in that I can like pop home. And but I know a lot of people don't have that luxury and it's back to, you know, nine to five. Um, so I think and, and I'm sure a lot of other parents can resonate with the anxiety that they feel of, of now leaving their little ones. Um, and yeah, it's something that I'm going to have to face and nav navigate for the first time. Um, and it's going to be weird because normally I would just, you know, walk out the door, say bye to Benji and that's our, that's our little fur baby. And that was it. Now, you know, it's, it's, I, I can almost feel like I'm going to be on my phone the whole time and checking in at work and how is she doing and, you know, needing to get updates and that type of a thing. So, um, yeah, I think the new year for me is exciting. Um, you know, like Jenny said, it's a, it's a fresh slate and new goals. Um, but for, for me as a new mom, it's also coming, like you say, with, with new anxieties as well. Um, mm -hmm. And a big one is obviously leaving, leaving your little bubba um, in the care of somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it's going to be a tricky one. Um, but you know, I think we're just going to have to take it step by step and and see how things go. I think Jenny, do you also just listening to what Sammy's saying? You know, the 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 it's that feeling between the anxiety I'm leaving my baby, but also the exciting. I'm also going back to something that I love, and yeah. I think it's something I'm coming across a lot in my practice is moms going back to work because they actually love it. You know, we have this thing of, oh, shame, she's got to go back to work. But I mm. actually spoke to a mom yesterday. She's actually a pilot who flies for FlySafe Air. And we were just chatting and I, I laughed a bit about how she was trying to work out when she would express um, in the air, <laughs> in the cockpit, or where she would. And, and I just, but it was quite sweet in that she just said, you know, Kath, I love my job. Mm. You know, just to, we, we've invested a lot also in our careers. And yeah. that is also a part of who we are. Um, but at the same time, we've got these precious humans that rely on us and we love that. And mm. we want to be the best mom we can be. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, do you have any, like a tip for us just navigating? I find even with older kids, just that, mm. 
navigating the workspace and and that and but that new mom going back to work but also acknowledging I do love it mm. um yeah just how do you get that right in your mind that space and a mom <laughs> guilt well mom you, guilt. On, that's exactly my answer is I think that we experience an incredible amount of guilt and it's the guilt that makes mm. the experience tainted and when we remove the guilt from the component, we can actually appreciate it for what it is. That how amazing that I get to be the parent of this little incredible child, but also get to be a different role because I'm not mm-hmm. just a mom. I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I'm an employee or I'm a sister and I'm a friend. We are so many different things. And often when we become mothers, we forget all those other titles. We forget our other roles and we only immerse ourselves in the mother role. And society has let us think that that's what we should do and that's what we should want to do. And that's why there is guilt when we go back to work because we think, should I not be choosing to want to stay at home? Why why am I excited about possibly going back to work? Um, Why am Mm. I excited on a Monday when a Monday rolls round Mm. and I've had the crazy of the weekend and and the guilt that comes with that? And Mm. so I think you spot on to say that if we can think about guilt a little bit differently and not experience Mm. enormous guilt, that actually Mm. it allows us to navigate that process so much easier. Mm. So that's it, moms. Let go of your guilt. So important, yeah. Kind of just like... Take it in a box, check it out, and just go. I can enjoy both. I love that, and I think that's so important. Totally, totally. And Kath, maybe you can also just touch on like the the nutrition goals. Um, you know, starting starting the new year off, like Jenny touched on healthy eating, and you know, everybody kind of wants to be healthy in the new year. How do we apply that to to our kids? And and you know, what are some realistic sort of goals going into the new year for, for our little one? So I think for me, what's really important, if I had to look at my book in book, it always gets very full in January and February. <laughs> Everyone wants to change the way they eat. And I think there's, there's a benefit there and it is good. That's not bad, but I think it's again, realistic. Like how I wouldn't, my answer to, to that would be that it doesn't matter what time of year, but you need to make small changes regularly and so that they become cumulative changes of health. And it might mean, for example, just taking out all the sugar juice and that's all you do. You don't change anything else. And maybe that's all you do in for that week, that month, until everyone's adapted to it. You found good or healthy alternatives. They've learned mm-hmm. to love water. Then that's the goal that you have. And so it's mm-hmm. not like you tried that 2024, you're going to quickly fix everything and everyone's eating habits. But it's making small little goals. And also, if you've got older kids, involve them in those goals and changes that you're going to make. If they're little and you're wanting to make some changes to their diet, do it so that you can manage it. Because if you've got to go and run around and try and come up with new, re- you know, new recipes from scratch, it's quite overwhelming. Take your existing recipes that you do that are comfortable and just add a bit of extra veggies or add a fruit or, you know, just make a little change regularly throughout 2024 and when you get to the end of 2024 you'll look back and go wow look where we are now from where we started but if you try and fix everything in January February exactly as Jenny says 
by March, you are going to have fallen because you're just going to say it's too much. It's too overwhelming. It's too expensive. It's too difficult. So small changes regularly when it comes to nutrition, both for you and for your family. Mm. So, yeah, thank you, ladies. This was, I think, such a wonderful start to the year and so excited for our exciting topics that we'll be discussing as we go forward. For all of you out there, um, be kind to yourself. Be gentle as you go into the new year. Yes, it is a new year. You feel like you've got a bit more energy. Hopefully, you had a nice break. But make changes gently. Don't feel guilty. You're a good enough mom. You're a good enough dad. And we look forward to journeying more with you. Thank you.